it's me, your girl, Liz, coming back to you as always as your favorite Asian chatterbox that you have grown to love since high school. I am here today for Podmas. I tried to record this earlier, maybe 10 minutes ago, but Winchester was in here playing with his toys and then he wanted to be held and then he didn't want to be held. And then I was like, okay, what can I do for the Winchester that will allow him to just chill out? Also, the can that I just opened is was not beer. I'm not a beer drinker. I'm not a huge alcohol fan anyway because alcohol and me, we do not vibe. I mean, I get that Asian glow, the red cheeks, <clears throat> all the goodness, but uh, I think it was, how old am I? 28, so maybe around my 23rd, 20, 23rd birthday, I, was it 23 or was it 24? Anyway, around one of those birthdays, my friends and I, we went out to the bars, we had the margaritas, we had the tequila shots, and... My friends didn't believe me, but I think I'm somewhat allergic to um, the alcohol. And I say that because I get, back in the day or on those days, I do this thing where like it's cold, but it's not cold. And I like, just like my body shakes. And maybe it's because of the diabetes, because I don't think I was diagnosed quite then. Because I think it was just like a couple months after that I was actually diagnosed. Because I lost sight in my eye. And it was not like black sight. It was double vision. So everything was double vision in one of my eyes. But one of my other eyes was completely fine. Did the whole like emergency run where they did the little imaging on my head. Everything was fine. I was just told to just go to sleep and let it wear off. And I think it was because my glucose was really high. Yeah... The things you learn over the time periods. Anyway, so, yeah. It's been a day today, I would say. I think all places of work should allow you to wear PJs on the last day of the week. All Fridays is Funky Friday. Wear what you want to wear. Today, for the whole day, I was able to wear my pajama pants and a sweatshirt and my little slippers that say mama bear on them. Not that I'm a human mom yet, but I am a fur mother. So I guess it kind of makes sense. Mama bear, they have fur. So anyway, regardless, let's get to it because I, since it is the end of the year, I just kind of wanted to go over, you know, past events that have happened to me to wrap up 2023 so we can jump in 2024 because that's a new year. Goodness is going to happen and we just have to reprogram our brain for goodness and that we are winners and not to th- dwell on our past mistakes and, you know, maybe mistakes that we have made just recently, etc, etc. We have to reprogram because the things that we have learned over the course of years is some of the women that may have been listening to this podcast would be the good girl mentality. Do whatever it takes to be likable, to please others, and do not speak up for your opinions. 
this is why I am here going through the therapy because self-advocation is definitely important to me now just because in the past I used to take a lot of crap and now it's time to a point where I'm almost 30 and I don't care anymore. Excuse me. I just like I'm in this point where if I hurt your feelings, I do apologize for that. At the same time, I'm trying to self-advocate for myself in a way where I'm protecting myself but also not causing damage to other people in a way where it's hurtful. So for an example, if it's like, um, how would I say it? Um, boundaries, sending, like creating really strong boundaries because my family is myself and Kenyon right now. We are building our own core family. Therefore, we have my family and his family. And then creating good boundaries just because my family wants us to do something and maybe it doesn't fit into our plans or we work ourselves around it so our plans could fit to it or it's kind of like a negotiation where say they have plans but we already had set plans not that we cancel our plans to fit their plans so maybe we reschedule to a time where it fits better for both of us and same with his family just because they're family says it should be at this time doesn't mean you always have to be like okay most of the time if we're not doing anything we're very accommodating to where we just fault for whatever they're doing but if it's already something that we have plans for that day we are not going to make it so they cancel the plans that they are going to do just be to accommodate us. But if they want us to go, we tell them the plans of what we're doing for the day and they can rearrange their day for it. Or if not, we just can't, we don't go to the event. But our lives don't revolve around other people's lives. And I'm sorry if it hurts like either or's feelings in that way. And we are trying, it's not like we're trying to be mean to people. It's just we're also trying to create our own roots within each other and our own little family. And it's just going to get more interesting as time goes on because of future children going to be in the mix. Then our lives are going to revolve around myself and the children. I mean, Kenyon and myself and the children. Whatever we can do for our own family to make us feel comfortable, safe, and making sure everyone's needs are being met. It's just a very interesting balance that's going to happen. And we'll see. I'm excited to see the challenges that I will face and see how well I overcome those challenges. So... We'll see. But I did, since we're, like I was saying in the beginning, we're trying to wrap up 2023 to go over the last couple of years that I have happened or that has happened to me. I did want to talk about, uh, let's think about it. I did want to talk about how in the past, maybe I wasn't the brightest and maybe I got some speeding tickets. But I only got one speeding tickets out of the two times I was pulled over. 
I think. So that's really interesting because I think the first time I got pulled over and I was on my way to work and I was really late. Maybe 10 to 15 minutes late because back in the day I used to wait tables at a Mexican restaurant. Loved waiting tables because you met so many cool, interesting people that have usually it was tourists that came over and then you get to hear their stories and you get to hear where they've adventured to. And I always think that's really interesting because then you can see and think about if you would like to go and venture. And then they give you the best tips of when to go. Also, you get to meet the really interesting people. I think in the past I've met a bar instructor, you know, where they do the ballet things. I've met people who own uh, a zip line, you know, the glacier zip. I think that's what they're called. Glacier zip line. Not sure. Anyway, I've met so many cool people. And I've met some really mean people. I've met mean people who have made me cry because I got their order wrong. And I think it's really interesting because once upon a time there was a table who I was waiting for. And it was a table of six. Within this table of six, this one guy specifically said that he wanted no rice extra beans. And it was black beans. So I wrote down everything because that's why I have my notepad because I forget easily because I get sidetracked like squirrel moments. So this is why I need a notepad and a pen to write down instructions. So anyway, I am taking this guy's order and I wrote down what he said to me. And then I go back, you know, put the order in. And then as soon as the food comes out, I'm delivering all the food out. And then I finally deliver his plate to him. And he looks at it and he says, this is not what I ordered. And I said, oh, wasn't it no rice, extra beans? He says, absolutely not. It is not what I ordered. And he threw a fit and he started telling me like, why didn't you listen to me? I specifically said this. And it was very interesting because as you could see, I was getting a little emotional about it. And none of the people in that table like looked at the guy and said, hey, you know, maybe all she has to do is remake it for you. It's not that big of an issue. Or, you know, like, hey, you know, like ease up. You know, she didn't mean to make it a mistake. There was like no standing up for me there. It's not that I was expecting it, but I, at the same time too, if you see someone who's being aggressive towards something that may not be big issue to solve quickly it's just amazing that no one stands up I guess I mean I'm not guessing I am strictly saying it's very interesting because I have when I went to our city beach I saw a little boy throwing rocks at some ducks I didn't just let it stand by and do whatever no, I stood up and I told him, do not throw rocks at those ducks. I also, I think there was a couple of other occasions where I didn't feel comfortable in the situation that was at hand. Someone was treating someone else poorly and you just stick up for the other person. 
And I guess I tolerated in my past a lot of, would you call it verbal abuse, verbal bullying towards myself because not saying that I deserved it, but I felt as if I was a person that accepted those words and just internalized it and just cried about it instead of standing up for myself and telling these people how it's not nice or it was hurtful towards me kind of thing. So, but I knew growing up too, I was never a person who tolerated how other people were treated poorly. It's very interesting, I guess. So now I'm into a a condition of myself of self-advocating and I'm not really tolerating a lot of things and I'm voicing my opinion in areas maybe that other people aren't used to. So, oh yeah. So anyway, I was going back to the statement of getting my ticket. So it was very interesting. So I got pulled over and they asked me why I got pulled over, the typical thing. And I said, maybe because I was speeding. And he said, why, why are you speeding? And I said, well, I'm late to work. And he says, okay, well, where do you work? And I told him where he worked and he says, oh, that's interesting. And I was like, yeah, because I know you. I, I serve your, you sometimes when you come in for lunch. And they were like, oh, that's right. And yet still I got a ticket. I got a ticket for that one. Um, there's other time. Oh, no, I got pulled over like three times. So another one was, so I'm a very nervous person and I'm not sure if it was instilled in me as a young child because my mom told me a story that back in the day she was, I don't know if she was speeding or something, but my mom got pulled over for some reason and she taught me how to cry so she could get out of the situation. So I guess now that's instilled in me, maybe not trying to get out of the situation, but maybe it's like a command. You see lights and you cry. See police lights cry. I don't know. Anyway, um, my mom got out of that ticket, by the way, because I cried. So yeah, I got pulled over. I was going through the back roads and I saw this cop just how they like to do it. They like to follow and I don't know if they try to intimidate or if they're just, you know, waiting with anticipation to try to go the whoop whoop and get you. But anyway, I, there was a big old sign that says no right turn, but I got really nervous and I just wanted to get out of the cop's way and out of the sight. So I went into a no entry way for a right and it was just towards some condos in the back because it was a one way out instead I went the opposite way so I would have um did a head on with another person coming out if they were coming out but it was this big one way but it had a pull out at the end I think for additional parking so I just like pulled out and tried to go that way and lucky enough I got the whoop whoop and he's like do you know why I pulled you over and I was like No, I do not know why you pulled me over. I saw you were behind me and it was making me a little uncomfortable. So I just wanted, I just tried to get, move over. 
And he says, well, you turned into an area where it says no right turn. And I said, oh, you're right. Now that I see that. Anyway, I think, again, I was going to work. And I don't know how I got out of that one. But I just, I don't know if it was overly explained myself or what it was. But I did explain. I didn't mean to. I just get really nervous. And not that I'm doing anything bad. It's just I'm a nervous person in general. He let me go. This other time I was working at my old job at the bank and I've always been taught to also be a really friendly person. So I waved at this cop and I don't know if he thought I was trying to flag him down or whatnot, but I was on the way back from my lunch and it was almost, my lunch was almost over. So I'm waving at this cop and then I pull into my work and I get the whoop whoop. And I was thinking, what? what is going on here so as this cop is doing their lights i go over you know i get out of my car and everything and he gets out of his car and he says do you know why i'm pulling you over i'm like no i do not know why and he says well it, it sounds like you still have studded tires and it's past the season or something like that and i said uh and I think at the time, I would have to be 17, no, no, I have to be around 21, 20, like that age, broke girl age, still broke girl, but we're, again, we're changing that mindset to, in 2024, we are not in a, going to be in a mindset of lack of, anyway, I was a girl who didn't, who, I don't, I think I was still somewhat in college, but just finishing up college. I can't really remember right now. 20 seems so far along. 21. I know I was around that 21 age. Anyway, I said, no, I can't afford studded tires. He says, oh, well, they just sound like you have studded tires. And I said, uh, maybe there's rocks in my tires, but I can tell you for sure. I do not have studded tires. Can't afford that says oh okay well you have a good day and I said yeah just getting back from lunch trying to go back to work and he's like oh okay so anyway those are my couple of stories with the cops oh I also I was in a park that doesn't allow dogs but I was so loophole the dogs aren't allowed inside the park. They said nothing about the parking lot. So I was running my dogs in the parking lot. And this is when I just had Isabella and Tegan. And in the parking lot, it's huge. It's very huge. And we were the only ones there. Literally the only ones there. And there was snow on the ground. Who wants to play in the snow? Like little kids. Maybe in the fields. But I was not in the fields. I was in the parking lot. No cars around again. And I don't know if the cops saw me on the highway or something, just playing with my dogs, just throwing a ball just so they can get some exercise. But he comes down in his truck and like pulls over and doesn't use the little whoop whoop, but he just stops me and I'm trying to get my dog's attention. Of course, they're really behaved. So that's why with Winchester, I am trying my bestest to make him more. A better behaved dog and I think it's also I cannot take any credit for his well behavior right now it's just I think he came from a strict home 
which thank the good lord because he's not as disobedient as my other two dogs. Again, I'm going through dog training though with my friend, so I just have to get another another little dog training session. It's just the holidays though. Anyway, so I'm running my dogs and this guy comes up and he says, do you understand that there's no dogs allowed? And I said, yes, but I thought since I was in the parking lot, there was not an issue. He says, well, obviously it is an issue because you can't control your dogs. I'm like, well, all right. And he's like, you have X amount of time to get out of this parking lot. And I was like, okay, guess I gotta go. And I left. So those are my couple of interactions with some policemen police people law enforcement now winchester's trying to eat the trim noise no winchester so thank you for sticking around with these stories and all these other things about my interaction with the law enforcement. No, I've never been arrested. Yes, I still want to get in a bar fight, but only in my dreams because I would not look good in orange because, and I don't want to go to jail. But if someone is testing my friends, <laughs> I, I guess it's really funny because I say, that like testing my friends because back in the day when I was around my 20s 22s I not that I got into a bar fight but I was out in the bar and I'm very protective over my friends because one they should be treated with respect and two don't don't elbow my girls in the head it's not and not say sorry it's not polite I mean not say that I'm the politest too when I'm drinking anyway and I understand that it's a busy bar and stuff I get it not the greatest choices in my lifetime I will say for sure anyway once upon a time I was in the bars and this guy spilt a drink on my friend and it was really sad because she was just telling me how long she spent on doing her hair and not that it was ruined but now it smells like alcohol and it was all over her shirt and everything and the guy said sorry and all this stuff and I said great so then she just didn't want anything to do with him and I said okay you said sorry she spent a lot of time on her hair to do her stuff and you're just trying to get with her and we're not doing this today so you need to leave and then he just got aggressive towards the whole situation where I wasn't talking to you issue and you should just see your way out of it okay anyway so let's just say I got a little heated I might have um gotten to his face a little bit and my friend had to be like okay maybe we should just take a step back he said he was sorry and all this stuff I was like okay I get it anyway another time is a girl elbowed my other friend in the head or elbowed me in the head can't remember either or and again I understand that the bar can be sometimes crazy at the same time I also feel as if even though when I was intoxicated during those moments I still was aware of my surroundings and tried not to invade other people and hurt other people when I was dancing therefore I 
kindly gave a little tug to and I said excuse me and she says oh that's right I'm sorry yeah okay let's just say I'm not the nicest when I'm drinking and I feel as if you're not being the most kindest back and not that I go out of my way to be mean to people either Uh, not a very good moment in my life but what can you say Uh, it's I'm not a mean person I just try and ask for respect not that I always get it back from people it's just sometimes now I'm at an age where if they don't give me that kind of respect it's just kind of like a lost cause and I just say my piece and then I walk away from it can't give someone too many chances in that way because they keep they're gonna keep thinking that they can get away with it and we're not gonna live for that anymore we are going to vibe on 2024 so here's my life told you my bar story and my interaction with the law enforcement and creating really good boundaries when it comes to protecting yourself and your energy thank you for tuning in Don't forget to follow me on the Instagram. I've been posting my little mini jars of jam every day now because we're almost at Christmas. Anyway, this little mini jar just has, it's called 12 Days of Christmas of Jars, I think, or whatnot. I posted on my Instagram. They're little cute, tiny mini. And I've been giving them to my dad because he's been doing, he does toast in the morning with an egg. So I thought, why not give him some jam? to lighten his day and start a good day with some good old jam. Anyway, follow me on the Instagram if you want to see those little tiny jars and if you want to follow me on a daily basis in my life and see what I'm doing. I post some pretty cool pictures of myself and my fiance and my doggos. Until next time. Okay, (laughs) bye. what a podcast all I can say is Podmas has been super adventurous thus far and I am excited to show you some more thank you again for tuning in until next time okay bye